Welcome, everyone, to the live CASA Advocacy Update podcast. Uh, I am Logan, joined by Alex Clark. Um, we have lots of fun stuff to talk about today. Lots and lots of fun stuff to talk about. It's usually not all that fun. We have a few fun things, though, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we have some interesting things. I, I don't know about fun. It's been a, a newsy week, so, yeah, um, and so we got that. But uh, I guess now that uh, now that we know we, we sound good and we're ready to go, we're just going to start how we usually start. We've got uh, Alex giving us the uh, the rundown for legislation this week. What do we got going on, Alex? The quick legislative rundown, <clears throat> not following in order here on on the blog, but um, we'll start with uh, Missouri, um, which has a um, I think this hearing is on Monday. Just to be, yes, or Wednesday, April 7th. Oh, we already had the hearing, sorry. Um, so uh, this this happened uh, and uh, the witness forms are no longer a, a big deal, but this was preemption in uh, Missouri. This would prevent local governments from enacting um, really unscientific vaping bans and all, all of the really unscientific stuff that local governments have been doing. Uh, and so this would have done that. Um, the, the note to add about this is that Missouri is more than halfway through their session. Uh, and so uh, there's not a high probability of either the Tobacco 21 or there's another bad bill out there or this bill actually getting across the finish line. Um, so uh, this is just a, a quick update on Missouri. Um, the next bill that we have uh, is uh, a 75% wholesale tax in Alaska. This is HB 110. Uh, there was a hearing on Friday. I, I did not attend. I was, I was busy with some other projects. Um, but 75% uh, wholesale, kind of a big deal. Yeah, uh, we, I, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll need to follow up and, and provide an update to this uh, and see you know, what the results of the hearing are. Sometimes it just ends up no action taken. There's just a, a discussion about it and, and public testimony. Um, so I will update this and, and perhaps we need to widen this to the entire uh, legislature. Um, and so that is Alaska. It is, it is still listed as in finance committee. So um, okay. uh, the next one we have is Texas HB to 11. This is a five cent per milliliter tax. Um, a lot of people may think, well, five cents isn't all that bad. Um, the, the, the problem with this is that often this is going to sort of set the tone or make it easier for the state to come back and, and raise the tax later. And also just the, the fundamental uh, justification for opposing these are these taxes are why should people pay extra for products that are helping them improve their health? Um, and yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And like um, you said, it's the, uh, we talked about the boiling frog a few weeks back, you know, uh, 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 I guess a small tax to start. Uh, a lot of people would say, you know, that's, that's, that's okay. We'll take that as long as, you know, you leave all this other stuff alone, but it never just gets left alone. You know, that's yeah. just where it starts. And and then we continually boil the frog. Yeah, this is um, it's typically uh, the larger companies that are amenable to a small tax like this. Um, you know, I remember 
we're talking like five, six years ago, um, you know, tobacco companies were interested in that strategy of, of sort of, you know, give them their pound of flesh and they'll kind of leave us alone. Um, that that didn't actually happen. There's a couple of states where things have not progressed too horribly, but um, it, generally that strategy is not very good. Uh, it might buy you some time, but it, it doesn't. I mean, about the most that you can say promoting something like that is that the industry is willing to come to the table and negotiate over, you know, common sense regulations. But um, as from the consumer standpoint, we just we oppose extra taxes. There's really no question about it. Um, on top of that, states bring in plenty of money from the master settlement agreement and tax revenue from cigarettes alone um, that they should be able to pay for any, um, you know, compliance enforcement uh, or, of course, you know, well, we'll get into the education campaigns later. Um, but uh, yeah, so states already have the money. There's really there's really no reason for um, uh, uh, you know, vapors to pick up that tab. So moving right along. <laughs> um, swiftly. swiftly. There we swiftly. go. Oh, and just to remind folks in Texas, um, this is a hearing on Monday, April 12th at 10 a.m. Uh, we have linked to the comment form and a very specific instruction here. Um, this is just the House public comment form. So it goes, it's it's not on a specific bill. You have to write in the first line of your comment that you are writing in opposition to HB 211. Um, just to keep it fair, uh, if you happen to be someone who supports this, I would prefer it if you didn't. But if you do, you can write that you support it. Um, but we're encouraging our members to please write in opposition to this tax. Um, and that's and they should put that right in the, the subject, right in the initially right out of the get go. First thing. Well, we'll take a look at the form. Um, so you, you have, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the standard stuff um, you, it, this is for Texas residents only. Um, please be honest and be from Texas. Um, and uh name, address, phone number, all of that. So all of this is required. Um, and they, they, they specify here that this has always caused some confusion in the past. Um, but uh, if you are representing yourself, please write self in your occupation. Um, and, and then, of course, you have your comment section here at the bottom, 3,000 characters. Use that first line to state that you are writing in opposition to HB 211. Uh, and then, of course, the, 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 the typical things that, that we say, um, uh, 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 the, your talking points, basically tell your story, tell them what increased costs will mean for you and your access to, to safer nicotine products. Montgomery County, Maryland. Um, those who've been following vaping for a while, at least the policy side of this may remember several years ago, Montgomery County. Um, was one of the early municipalities that enacted a tax. Uh, this is a 30% wholesale tax. And surprise, surprise, it did not successfully drive down youth uh, experimentation. Uh, and it and, also doesn't seem like it just stopped there. Weird. Yeah, no, yeah. It's, uh, it, it, it's, not, it's never enough, uh, nope. especially when you're talking about tax revenue. So um, they are come, the, the, the council is coming back and... and uh, they want to double the tax. It's kind of like, you know, um, 
it, it it's, it's it's like we need to ban it more. Yeah, like the, the the ban didn't work the first time, so if we can just ban it harder, well, it's it's like it's like the idea of banning vitamin E acetate in nicotine vapes. Yeah, like that bill. Like, okay, <laughs> what does that what does that do? You know, like yeah. you're gonna make you're gonna try to make the thing that's illegal more illegal because it was only in illicit THC vapes. Well, vitamin E acetate is not illegal. It, sure, it, it's, it, I know it's a cosmetic it's, product or whatever, but the idea behind it was essentially like, let's make these illicit products. Oh yeah, more illegal or or whatever. Like, yeah. Again, I you know, it's not like folks who are manufacturing those products on, you know, in an illicit environment or you know, in a in a in a dark underground environment um or just on the couch or wherever they're doing it yeah it's not like they're paying much attention to the law to begin with (laughs) exactly um so anyway um i will likely get something up about this uh there's a a, a public hearing on april 27th at 1 30 p.m uh and look for if you're in montgomery county maryland look for an engagement from us next week um Minnesota, Minnesota, moving right along to Prior Lake, Minnesota. Um, Prior Lake has banned the sale of flavored vaping products. Um, and just to give you an idea of, of what this um, omniscient body of data-driven city councilors uh, actually is, I pulled up a picture of the city council. It's four people and the mayor. So four people and the mayor came together and decided that banning flavors for your own good and for your children's own good was the right thing to do. And they they did this with a, a model ordinance produced by the Public Health Law Center. Um, remember that the next time that um, industry or really this applies to just about any issue. Just remember that the next time people are griping about, oh, well, this company, you know, they gave us they wrote the legislation. This happens all the time. It doesn't matter what side you're on. It's usually uh, either someone from industry or a special interest group that is shopping around model legislation. It happens on both sides, the blue team and the red team. Everybody does it. It's not special. It just it's it's one of those statements that's meant to make you think, like, yeah, they're really evil. They 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 pre-wrote this legislation. That's bad. It should be decided by the people and the experts in the in the town. No, this was written by the Public Health Law Center, which is a uh, which has a very obvious anti-tobacco uh, agenda, um, and and they they managed to convince these five people that they needed to um, ban vaping. Uh, there's a little bit of background if you go if you dig into uh, the minutes and the agendas. Um, it, it 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 sort of tells this tale of. Uh, the city moving very aggressively to do this starting in, in I think, December of last year, or maybe even a little bit before. Um, and then when a public hearing was held, there was so much outpouring of opposition to this that they actually had to delay it for a month. Um, and so this this would have been voted on in March. Uh, but because of uh, so many uh, comments against the flavor ban, um, they, they had to push it. Uh, to um, this week, and they did, and they they voted on it. Was it the, is the fifth this week? Yeah, it was Monday. So, Prior Lake, Minnesota. Sorry, but um, yeah, 
these wow. four people decided that you don't deserve. And that's a good example too. Like we've been talking so much about preemption and things like that and local governments deciding these things as opposed to relying on the state, which has more resources, is better equipped, things like that. And like you said, this is four people and the mayor made yep. this public health decision. Yeah, I mean, we can split hairs and talk about all of the staff and the city departments involved and how they listen to all of the comments and so on. But at the end of the day, it comes down to those those five people. So, right. yeah. And that's that's just not that's not a thorough review of the policy. Um, the the folks that presented the model ordinance to them are trading on their reputations as, as a group of lawyers, uh, as, as people who have been engaged in this fight for decades. They're they trading on their credibility um, yeah. that in in. I think we can we can just look at the past 10 years. And I know people who've been involved in this fight for much longer um, will, will say it doesn't it's not just the past 10 years. It's been the whole thing. But um, they, their 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 credibility, it, it actually I mean, I'm, I know they went to college, they have their law degrees and stuff. But as far as uh, making the right decisions and pushing the right policies in this fight, they're dead wrong. And um, so it's, it's, I, I don't know what the word is where when you earn something, but you didn't really earn it. Um, that that's, you could just say that. Cause I don't know what the word is either. Yeah. I, I know there's, I know there's like a $20 way to say that, but I just don't have it. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm, I'm completely off the rails okay. here, but I, I, I will bring it back to the legislative update. I promise. Um, and yes, Kristen dropped a note in our, our private chat. I, I did skip over Wisconsin because I wanted to save it for last because this is a big one. Um, and uh, so I'll, I'll get to the screen share here. Um, we have an engagement up for Wisconsin. If you are in Wisconsin, please check this out. Uh, the budget negotiation season is starting in Wisconsin. They had their first hearing on Friday. Um, again, busy with other projects. I did not see how that went. Um, but we have, uh, well, here's a little bit of the, the budget process. If you're curious and you want to dig into the budget process, I recommend checking out Ballotpedia. Um, they have a pretty good breakdown here. And I provided some of that information in the latest updates and history section. Um, but here's the thing that everybody needs to check out. This is the meeting schedule. Uh, so we've had Friday, April 9th. Um, the next ones are closer to the end of the month. So the 21st, the 22nd, and the 28th. Um, the, the Rhinelander and Menominee, um, those are the 21st and 22nd respectively. And then you have the statewide virtual hearing on the 28th and it looks like they're still figuring out how that's, that's going to work. Um, so, uh, this is a proposal from governor Evers. Uh, it is a 71% wholesale tax. Uh, this would, uh, this is tax parity with, what in other states is other tobacco products, which is sort of a catch-all for anything that isn't a cigarette and isn't a cigar. Um, remember, cigar the cigar lobby is very powerful and they've been around for a very long time. And so they tend to negotiate um, a lot better, a lot more effectively than, than just about anybody else in the tobacco space. Um, so uh, this would fold vaping into the same tax scheme as roll your own, um, little cigars, uh, other combustible products. And of course, unfortunately, smokeless tobacco is in there too. Um, we're not working, there's no bill to separate out smokeless from this, but um, at the very least, we should keep vaping out of this. Um, and I would love to to come back and, and you know, 
I don't know, as soon as possible. And, and if, 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 if everybody could renegotiate the taxes on smokeless tobacco, that would be fantastic. Um, but we're focused on vaping right now. And uh, 71% wholesale tax in Wisconsin is on the table. So um, we've, of course, included our uh, suggested talking points for people. Um, share your story. Talk about how other governments are doing this differently. Um, and, of course, um, how this disproportionately affects people who smoke, who tend to be on the lower income side of the income spectrum. Um if you don't like how we've laid this out here, Wisconsin's actually done a pretty decent job of showing you where the meetings are and you can take a tour of their clicky map. Um, I love a good clicky map. Yeah, let's I'll, we'll click on it. Look at that. There you go. There's all yeah. the information for you um, for that one thing. Um, but I put it in a nice handy list for everybody. So you've got that. Um, <clears throat> so. Uh, this month, if you can make it to a Wisconsin budget hearing, um, definitely take this opportunity. And of course, another submit your comments portal is available. So even if you are unable to show up at a hearing, you can still fill out this form uh, and, and, and have your voice heard. And the more people that do this, the better. Um, this was something, this, this tax was uh, defeated pre in previous years. Uh, and so I, I, I think, uh, I think Wisconsin can do it again. Uh, and, and I think, I think Kristen, who is, who is in Wisconsin, um, and thank you for, for keeping me alert on this and, and, for, and helping to provide some of the details for our alert. Um, uh, yeah, do it, do it for Kristen. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. She's got a comment um, here as well. There is also in a, a public use ban in here, um, which I, I did make sure was bolded in our alert, but not in my memory. Um, so yeah, this would fold vaping into Wisconsin's indoor clean air act. Um, and uh, just, just a reminder, uh, you know, private businesses are capable of establishing and enforcing their own vaping policy. Uh, exposure to secondhand vapor has not been shown to cause harms to people, to bystanders. Um, and, and so there really is no, there's no public health emergency here with people vaping in public. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, businesses for, for whatever reasons may want to keep vaping outside. That's totally their right. They absolutely have the power to enforce that. There is no reason for the state to step in. And just like what we were saying about taxes, this doesn't, this isn't going to buy anybody leverage. You're, you're not going to say like, oh, well, yeah, okay. You can ban vaping indoors. Then maybe you'll leave me alone when it comes to flavors. That's, that's not how this works. It's, it has not worked that way in any state. Uh, and uh, so opposition to the indoor vaping ban uh, is also vital. Um, so get it does a lot to affect uh, perception as well, you know, mm -hmm. kind of equating the idea of equating smoking with vaping and, and whatnot. Yeah, it's part of that overall narrative to confuse people yeah. about risk. And um, yeah, we, we need to stand up and fight it. Yeah, absolutely. So herein ends the reading of the legislative rundown. Dang, look at you go. <laughs> All right. I guess that's going to do it for us uh, this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for being here with us. Please share this around. Uh, again, subscribe, like, all the good things. Uh, if you haven't yet, please join CASA. You can do that over at CASA.org. 
Uh, all the links for everything that me and Alex discussed this week will be available in the SoundCloud description as well as the descriptions here on YouTube and on Facebook. So you guys will be able to go over to the blog. Like Alex said, there's things in the blog that we didn't cover. Plenty of good stuff for you guys to continue, um, you know, reading into, checking over, things like that. Uh, make sure if you're in any of the states with a call to action going on right now, please, please, please uh, get engaged, participate in those calls to action. And uh, I don't know. I guess that's it for me. Do you got any final thoughts, Alex? No, I think we covered a lot and um, and we'll we'll see you next week. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, stay safe. Everybody take care of each other. Be excellent to each other. We'll see you later. Bye.